Happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope everyone out there is having a great day and maybe enjoying a little bit of this gorgeous Florida weather we've got today. You are listening to Downtown Dish, and I am your host for the day, Trinity. I am the Community Engagement Director for Lakeland Now, and filling in for Julie, trying to keep her seat warm for her. Uh, This is a show where we update you about upcoming downtown events and talk about new projects and highlight businesses. And speaking of events, Lakeland Now is hosting a community conversation this Thursday on housing and homelessness. This is this will be at 6 p.m. at Catapult. It's a free event. Everyone is encouraged to come out or watch the live stream on Lakeland Now's Facebook or YouTube. Again, that's Thursday at 6 p.m. And of course, this Friday is Friday, April 1st. So it's first Friday downtown and the theme is Spring Fling. The event will feature a downtown Easter egg hunt. Eggs will be hidden around downtown within the footprint of First Friday and in Munn Park and along the Lemon Street Promenade. Saturday, as always, is the Downtown Farmers Curb Market with 100 vendors in five city blocks from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And after you go downtown and pick up a little fresh produce and some fresh herbs, you can join the Lake Morton Home Tour, which is also happening this Saturday. You can purchase tickets and get details at lmna.org. Try saying that one fast. lmna.org. And my guests today, I'm so excited that they are here and they both have so much energy. So this is like I'm feeding off of their energy right now. Um, My guests today are Mark and Gina Parker from Bella Visage Medical and Rejuvenation right on Pine Street downtown. This is a couple that has really built a thriving business downtown, but they've done so while doing a tremendous amount to give back to the community. And they've really built this idea of compassion and care right into the foundation of their business model. So I want to welcome Gina and Mark, and thank you for joining me today on Downtown Dish. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. So for those who don't know, what exactly is medical and aesthetic rejuvenation? I know what those words mean separately. I'm not sure I know what they all mean together. I wish that they could see us right now because Mark and I are like, who's going to take this one? (laughs) But we are a medical spa and we are located in a beautiful historic building right on the corner of Pine Street in Tennessee. And we offer medical aesthetic services like injectables and fillers and lots of laser treatments, laser hair removal, tattoo removal, uh, aesthetic, you know, facial resurfacing treatments. Um, Then we also have a whole side of our business of estheticians. So we have four estheticians and we do facials and microblading and lash services. And I know I'm forgetting something, honey, jump in. Uh, And uh, we currently- Pets are welcome. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes. We love our pets. Do we have beauty services for pets as well? <laughs> no. <yet. laughs> we let Polk County Bully Project do all of that. Okay. <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, so, and how long has your business been there? When did you open at the downtown location? Our official opening date was January 1st of 2016. We started renovating the space in early 2015. Okay. So, seven-ish years. Very cool. And how did you get started in this line of work? Gina, I know you are a nurse practitioner, so this isn't too far afield from you, but you have an incredible kind of backstory and journey to get here. Can you tell us a little bit about about what that process was like for you? 
Yeah, you know, a lot of my colleagues and and people reach out to me on Instagram because the world of aesthetics is growing so quickly. And a lot of people kind of want to know, well, how did you get started and what did you do? And it was actually a long road to get where we are. Mark and I are not young, even though we look so vital. They do. Um, <laughs> I know this is radio. You can't see them, but they both have an incredibly youthful glow about them. And that is meant sincerely and not, not ironically. So I started working at, it was Lakeland Regional Medical Center. It will always be LRMC to me. But I started working there when I was in nursing school and um, started in the uh, intensive care unit and stayed for 15 years. And I recovered open hearts. I took care of trauma patients and um, absolutely loved that and was very fulfilled. But what I um, noticed was that the culture was changing and a lot of my colleagues are going to be nodding their heads if they're listening to this because where it used to be um, that the providers, the people in the trenches, as I call them, and it really was a village that took care of those patients, environmental pharmacists, respiratory therapists, nurses, the physicians. It was a whole team that created that experience for that patient. Um, I feel like the scope came off of the what I call people in the trenches and went elsewhere and the micromanaging and um, the dissatisfaction with just not being able to absolutely just love all my patients and collaborate with my team. It it changed for a lot of people and it stimulated my desire to seek higher education. And so I went to Florida Southern and I got my bachelor's degree. Um, My first degree was Polk. I'll call it Polk Community College, even though it's Polk State College now. (laughs) Now it's Polk State. I'm a PCC grad with my associate's degree. And um, then I went to Florida Southern, got my bachelor's, and um, I decided I would just continue and get my master's degree and um, become a nurse practitioner. Didn't quite know what I wanted to do with that yet, Um, but I wanted to change. I needed a change. I felt like I was at the top of my game. I was a supervisor. Um, So sometimes when you, things change and and you're not as satisfied or you're not getting that positive feedback loop from upper management, I feel like that is a catalyst for maybe you opening a door that you did not anticipate opening. I was extremely happy as a nurse. I mean, I loved my patients. I loved my coworkers. I loved the surgeons. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the ICU culture. And um, so I really wanted to just maybe go in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And and so when I got my master's degree, um, I really took a whole lot on my plate. And I uh, was working full time. I had a son in high school. And I had all these clinical hours and I packed on probably 80 pounds getting my master's degree. It was a very stressful time in my life. We're going to take a quick break in just a moment here, but I want to come, when we come back, I want to talk about how you go from treating gunshot wounds to doing Botox injections and treating beauty queens when we come back after this break.
welcome back to Downtown Dish with my guests today, Gina and Mark Parker. And Gina was telling us a bit about how she made this transition from being a nurse at Lakeland Regional Hospital but, um, to now being, I mean, she's still a nurse practitioner, but a business owner with Bella Visage, medical and aesthetic rejuvenation. Um, but Mark, I want to find out a little bit about you because this was also a, a kind of a pivot and a life change for you. You used to be in uh, restoration and construction, correct? Yes. So my background was business and construction, renovation of uh, historical homes from here up to Savannah, Georgia. Um, And one day I woke up and I said to myself, huh, what did she just say? Oh, she said, I'm going to be a spa owner. And so I shifted. And it's the truth. I had no idea this is what we were going to do. I thought it was going to be a little thing. And within eight months, we were growing and we haven't looked back. We've already done three renovations and we're getting ready to do, well, we've done two we're getting ready to do our third. So growth has come to us quickly, and we're very blessed by that. Um, but, but if you could tr- tell your 24-year-old self that you would be in the beauty business, what do you think he would say? Um, that I had been drinking the night before. <laughs> but um, Gina has an intense desire to succeed. So people are always, oh, what's your key to success? And I say, I go home and tell her she can't do that. And then she does it. So, but the <laughs> like transition, yeah, the transition though, from going from bedside to a luxurious services that are not medically necessary, so to speak. Um, you know, we've said for years, we're never going to cure cancer, but we can sure make people feel better about themselves as they get older. Um, so her transition was probably pretty easy. Uh, except for the business side. So I kind of handled that side. And she has grown our staff from just her to, as she said a minute ago, four nurse practi- uh, five nurse practitioners and four estheticians. And then there's multiple people helping me on the business side. Yeah. And um, one of the things I said at the top was that you guys have built this kind of this concept of care and compassion right into the foundations of what you do. And I know that I want to get this right. So I'm going to check my notes. In 2019, you were honored with the Philanthropic Small Business of the Year Award by the GiveWell Foundation. Mm -hmm. And I know that my organization, Lakeland Now, has been a beneficiary of your support. And so we thank you for that. Um, but I was wondering, could you tell us a little bit more about, you know, one kind of, you, you give back in ways that aren't just monetary. You give back in, in, of your time and your expertise and, you know, I'm going to put you on the spot, make you brag about yourselves a little bit here. Um, and tell us a little bit about some of the work you're doing for the veterans and the tattoo removal work that you're doing. So the one thing I'll say is this, that when we started the business, I only had a very short list. I think it was less than three things that we had to do. And my number one was that we had to have a charitable arm of the business. For the first year or two, we focused on cancer victims and we would give them services they needed to look better, feel better, things like that. Um, And we've slowly transitioned to where we do more hands-on, taking care of people who need things done so they can either A, improve their life, or B, feel better about themselves when they go into a job interview. And it has morphed. And the only charity that we give to outside of that realm is Lakeland Now. Because it's important that we 
have an outlet that just tells the story with no slant. So I met, I was lucky enough to meet Barry uh, probably seven years ago. And that's why that's one of my passion projects. Gina has her passion projects and they usually uh, involve a laser burning someone's face. Well, I think at the basis of our business is our faith, and we very openly um, share our faith, and we believe that everything we've been given is a gift, and we get to keep a small portion of it. He gives us overwhelming blessing, and out of that, we can give of our time, money, and talent. And so a need that I recognized was I was having a lot of people come in for tattoo removal for uh, a requirement to enter the military and they aren't allowed to have tattoos below their wrists on their hands above their neck face things like that and so I started to see that these are people that are wanting to honestly take a bullet for me and defend my country so I mm-hmm. could do something to give back and so I started to do free removal didn't advertise it um, people would come in and I would hear their story because behind a tattoo, a lot of times there is a painful story. How did they end up in my chair? And I would sit at mm-hmm. eye level, just like I did in the intensive care unit. It was that relationship. And so I got a lot of stories and I started to give of my time and when you give you get more and we have been blessed we survived the pandemic we you know our business thrived and i really believe it's because we give privately and you asked us to talk about it so i'm going to talk about it (laughs) um we also do free tattoo removal for felons um Mm -hmm. who come out and they're trying to get a new uh start on life and so i've you know removed a lot of facial tattoos um for people that are trying to get into the police academy or mm-hmm. Polk County Sheriff's Office, we will also treat them. We have some um, people in the fire department that are trying to seek a higher career level and maybe a, t- a visible tattoo is holding them back. So we will do that for no charge. Um, and how, that is a ministry. How long does a typical tattoo removal take? Depends on a lot of factors. Um, and that's why they'll come in for a free consultation. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of factors it is multiple treatments it does hurt but you know what it hurts less because you're not paying for it so <laughs> well, I was gonna ask, it wait, can be over a year it can be over a year and how much would that typically run if they did have to pay for it i know it, mm-hmm. it, it depends House. on the complication i of mean the tattoo, typically but. it's going to be 200 dollars a treatment and they're coming in every four to six weeks for a year um, mm-hmm. wow and the other i do like to mention one of the other organizations that we mm-hmm. donate to with cash donation uh is gospel inc and i know you guys are having your event on thursday mm-hmm. for the pro- the homeless problem but we love what brian and cara kari brian and kari seeley are doing with the gospel inc organization and caring for our chronic homeless of lakeland i mean passion project of ours and so we're super thrilled when um, we can give abundantly to them. Um, we also support, you heard me mention Polk County Bully Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angie Lorio and Shannon Medina are like warriors for these animals, beautiful animals that um, are just overbreeded and left and abandoned. And so we um, had our first, we collaborated with them for a 5K uh, last fall, I think, their first 5K, and they had over 350 people register. It was huge. And it was just so exciting because we enjoyed being the title sponsor. I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy running at night. Uh, night races stink. <laughs> but um, we had at a lot of fun. At least a little fun. cooler, maybe. Not, you don't so have we, fun beating down on you. 
So it's nice to be able to have the abundance to where we can really give to some awesome organizations. And I love that we are being featured for our business, but it gives a platform for us to be able to highlight these organizations that are completely selfless. Mm -hmm. And so when I say God can use a medical spa, God can use a medical spa because out of our blessings, we can pour into those um, organizations that absolutely make Lakeland just the best place to live. We love Lakeland. One more. Uh, I love to mention Campfire of Florida. Oh, yes. And the Kentucky Derby is coming up. Coming so we're the title May 1st. sponsor for that. Yeah. And Central Florida Speech and Hearing um, is a wonderful organization that we mm-hmm. um, are sponsors for. And so... And we saw a poster downstairs. So Hall yes, Communications so. is also a yes. Uh, yes, they do. You know, a supporter of Central yes. Florida Speech and Hearing. Yeah. And then so, one more thing oh. that I would like to say is that because we moved into downtown back in 2015, which seems so long ago, there was it was just beginning its renaissance, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we've got or have had the opportunity to sit there and watch and be involved. And it's exciting to see all the ch- – you can do darts at mm-hmm. – what's the name of the business? I can't remember the name of the business now because <laughs> I'm nervous. Below the loft. Okay. Yes. Yeah, go go the to loft. the loft, have a drink, go downstairs, shoot some darts. But downtown Lakeland is just mm-hmm. amazing, and we love it. And we're glad that we're a part of it, and we think that Bella Visage will be there for many, many, many mm-hmm. years to come. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask, so where did this impulse to – plan so much giving into like the very core of your business come from i think from where we came from we came from nothing Mm -hmm. um i had the opportunity to be raised by someone of a strong faith gene is the same way um we didn't meet until i was old and i was kind of set in my ways but we we both feed off of each other's energy and we decided that we wanted to pursue happiness, not money. Mm-hmm. But we are also very fortunate to understand that with the money, you can provide happiness. So we just kind of push it away from ourselves and don't, I mean, my friends are listening and they're probably thinking, oh, Mark, are you going to mention the fact that you bought a boat? Yeah, <laughs> we bought a boat. And it's a big one, but we're going to do so many charity events mm-hmm. on that boat because we love helping others. Um, you know, one small little tidbit of what we are the pro- probably the proudest of is that we employ 18 women. Gina's not employed. She's an owner. But we employ 18 women, strong and intelligent and extremely gifted. And we've watched some of these women grow from... 18-year-old children when they came to us to strong female leaders in our community across Polk County where they live. So it's just super exciting to be able to be a part of that because they just feed off of Gina. They watch her, they listen, they soak it up, and then they go and they spread it out into the community. All right. We will talk more about that when we come back after this break.
And welcome back once again to Downtown Dish. I am Trinity. I'm filling in for Julie this week. And my guests are Gina and Mark Parker from Bella Visage Medical and Aesthetic Rejuvenation. And before the break, actually be earlier today, Gina and I were talking. And Gina, I'd love for you to tell the listeners a little bit about your personal story, if you don't mind sharing, because, you know, from what I know, you being the successful business owner in downtown was not a foregone conclusion when you were you know, 18, 19 years old. So yeah. can you walk us through that journey and how you got from there to where you are now? All right. I'm going to get so real here. Um, <laughs> I didn't tell you this, but uh, in my early 20s, I uh, grew up in Oklahoma and a friend of mine went to Alaska and and was like, hey, let's go work up there. And I said, Absolutely. She goes, you don't know what we'll be doing. And I said, I don't care. I live in Oklahoma. And so we went and we butchered salmon. Oh, wow. For the summer. And we also, literally. Like Oklahoma is the only place that can make Alaska seem like yeah, really intriguing. Exactly. <laughs> no, Alaska's beautiful. So went up there and I ended up working for five summers and, uh, and did one winter on the Bering Sea um, before Deadliest Catch was on TV. And... Uh, did a season of snow crab while I was up there I met you know I met a charmer and uh he hung around long enough to make a baby and then we (laughs) broke up and here I am uh pregnant and I was not raised to you know have premarital sex and all of that so here I am pregnant I was I went back home to Oklahoma and um Got through my pregnancy and um, got denied to nursing school. And so I moved to Florida and I was living with my father and um, I ended up getting into Section 8 housing so that my son and I could have a place of our own. Mm -hmm. And um, I was on welfare. I was on food stamps and I was going to school at Polk Community College. And that's when I really started pulling up my bootstraps because I had another person that was uh, relying on me. I was mm-hmm. responsible now, not just for myself, um, but also for my son. And so graduating Polk Community College and and being, I was the president of the Student Nurse Association. I was very involved, straight A's, embraced school and did all of the community service that I had to do because back then you had to do community service in mm-hmm. order to get public assistance. Um, and when I graduated, I bought the cutest little house by Florida Southern, little hundred year old bungalow. It was like a thousand square feet. And I was so excited. I felt like such a success from what I had, mm-hmm. you know, gone through. And um, I was a nurse. I had a beautiful young son and I was supporting myself. And so uh, that's what started my my nursing career. And I was, it, it was such a great career because it allowed me to be a very present mother Mm-hmm. And also have time off and enjoy the good things that I had worked very hard for. That's so that's so interesting because I think the, you know, certainly in a pandemic driven world, the image that we have of nurses is having no time off and completely <clears throat> overworked. And well, it was definitely different back then. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, our nurses are awesome. <laughs> the whole healthcare industry right now is is awesome. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think we can also hear just, you know, why you're so passionate about the housing and the homeless issue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well. And part of, you know, where how, how 
your origin story kind of informs mm-hmm. the giving that you're doing mm-hmm. that, that, you know, is so important I am to you. a product of multiple, multiple organizations and individuals pouring into me. Mm-hmm. When I knew I couldn't make it to the next paycheck or I knew that I needed money either for gas or at the time when I was getting hired to the hospital, I didn't have money to purchase scrubs because I had to pay a $100 electric bill or I could buy two sets of scrubs for $50. And um, a lady came up to me in choir and she said, I, was, I don't know you but I am supposed to give this to you. And she walked up to me and she gave me a handwritten check back when we used to write checks, you know, and it was a hundred dollars. And she said, God told me to give this to you. And oh, wow. it was exactly what I needed. I needed to pay my electric bill. I needed scrubs. And you know what? I get to be that person now. Mm-hmm. I get to be that person that gives to you when you least expect it or think you deserve it. Mm-hmm. And that is what makes this so powerful. Mm-hmm. Not, not the Botox and all of that. No, but the fact that, we can can now give. And I, I wrote down this phrase when we were talking earlier. Money doesn't change you. It makes you more of who you already are. We are blessed. Yeah. But we love to give that back. Well, And not, not brag or boast about it at all. <laughs> but isn't that the truth, though? Money does not change you. It just makes you more of who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, there's a truth bomb for you to ruminate on for, <laughs> for a moment there. Um but I also think that this this backstory and the struggles and the hardship of facing that, you know, the way that you guys have, I, I would think that that has probably been incredibly valued, valuable to you over these very uncertain last two years. You know, we mentioned a little, you were talking a little bit about the renaissance of downtown, um, which certainly has been growing and, you know, is wonderful, but, you know, I can't imagine what it was like for you guys to be, you know, in the middle of growing your business, Mm -hmm. which is very much a a luxury industry, a luxury Mm -hmm. in person, you know, a Mm -hmm. lot of high contact kind of industry when those lockdown orders came. Mm -hmm. So take me back to like March 2020. Yeah. So actually that I have on my mirror back in early 20. I'm a, well, we are, our business is a member of a national organization of medical spa owners. And one of the guys that I had started talking to was like, so what do you think is going to happen? And what do you, where do you see yourselves? And I said, at this time, I could literally walk out on the street and shoot someone. Sorry, I had to do that. Um, (laughs) And our business wouldn't fail. I can't imagine what would, we would have to do in order for our business to shut down. Yeah. And three weeks later, we shut the business down. So uh, I learned a lesson. Um, Don't put it out there in we, the universe. Yeah, um, we had to make a tough choice and goes back to the bragging part, but we made a decision to go ahead and pay our staff the entire time we were off and we didn't know how long that was going to last. And on a Wednesday, when because payroll hits on Thursday, I took everything that was in the bank account and I put it into payroll. And I told her, we're probably done. We are not going to make it. And then two things happened over the next four weeks, and we blew up. Now, I don't think it was an accident. And I know that we had prepped ourselves, and we worked really hard from the moment we shut down until the day we opened up. We were in the business when no one else was. Mm -hmm. And we decided we were going to push through this. If it hadn't have been for the 
pandemic. We would have never learned how to use Zoom. And Zoom is now a major part of our lives in what Gina will talk about in a minute. And we also learned how to lift our employees from just employees to stakeholders in our business. And they blossomed. Um, we're so proud of what they did then and what they continue to do. So the pandemic in and of itself for us was a blessing. It helped us change our worldview so that we could be ready for what's coming. And the health and wellness side of our business is huge now. And I don't think we would have done it if it hadn't been for the pandemic and the time we had on our hands yeah. to make I, some healthy choices. I do want to say you say that, but not lightly at all, because I know you had a personal loss during the pandemic. So it's not as if it's not as if this didn't hit very, very close to home, you know, for you on that. Yes. Um, but Gina, it looks like you were about to add something there. Well, I mean, when hair salons closed down before we did and um people were getting nervous and it was like the second week of march and it was the sky is falling the sky is falling mm -hmm. and i just had a sense of peace because of my faith i knew honestly i knew i could always fall back on my career i could go back to the hospital mm -hmm. um and i had a sense of peace about that but i put a post-it note on my mirror in my treatment room and said god is in control because i knew no matter what he was in control it didn't matter if I worried my pants off. He knew this was going to happen. It was my response and the way my light would shine and the comfort I could give people in my peace. And so that note, that post-it note is still in my room. It's been two years now, and people notice it. They talk about it. It's been a conversation starter. And so um, the pandemic made us stronger. It also mm -hmm. really made us stronger within our downtown community uh, because <laughs> guess what Gina did during the pandemic? I ate from the food trucks at um, Swan Brewing, Fresco's, Cobbin Pen, all of these downtown you know, restaurants. And I packed on even more weight during COVID <laughs> and the shutdown. Uh, it doesn't matter how many leaves, bags of leaves you rake in your time off. If you're yeah. drinking Corona, because I wanted to support the Corona company mm -hmm. through all of this. Um, they need it, our support. It, yes, I gained weight. Yeah. I, somehow, I don't think you were alone in that. Yeah. But I think when we come back after this next break, uh, we're going to talk a lot more about your personal journey to health because it really has been a pretty extraordinary transformation. Yes, yes. And so if anyone's interested, they can uh, look at my Instagram, and I'll give you that in a little bit, um, about my transformation. I think right. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll be back after this break. And welcome back again. And just so you know, during the break, Gina is in here taking selfies that I'm sure <laughs> will be up to her Instagram later. Absolutely. Today. So you can see what we all look like. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I want that, though. Um, but you do because <laughs> you have been on this amazing transformative journey. And this feels like now like maybe the third, fourth transformative journey of your life. Mm -hmm. You went from, you know, single mom to, you know, successful nurse to, you know, um, successful business owner, and now you're on yet another kind of personal journey. You mentioned the weight gain twice. So do mm -hmm. you want to tell us about what this this health and wellness journey has, has been for you? Well, I am every woman, <laughs> I'll say, and I uh, eat my emotions, and it uh, just ballooned 
uh, over the years and with any kind of stress and one of my philosophies or one of the things I think is when women elevate themselves professionally, a lot of times they will literally destroy a lot of other areas of their life to get to that professional platform and it's like I've arrived but like I'm so unhealthy I have no energy I you know I feel terrible and so um I noticed a friend of mine had lost a lot of weight and she was coming into our spa for services and I pulled her to the side after I had gained all my hard uh fought weight loss that I had been doing over COVID I gained it all back and so when I saw her and I saw her transformation it inspired me and I started a journey uh, with a health coach on a structured eating plan and I felt like I had finally arrived. I knew within the first month that I had found something that would not only change my life, but it would change my family's life and those around me because uh, I, I have always struggled as a nurse and an intensive care unit nurse. Uh, that I took care of open heart patients and, you know, heart disease is the number one killer of women. And here I was a Mm -hmm. fat nurse. And I even wrote my thesis on the factors affecting obesity among nurses and their ability to teach healthy habits. And I had to present this orally in front of a, a group as part of my, you know, master's grad requirement. And I'm over 200 pounds as I'm talking about this, but Mm -hmm. yet I was so convicted and I feel like healthcare providers should be examples. How can we be treating patients for obesity and Mm -hmm. um, high blood pressure and diabetes and all of this if we are ourselves not living the example? Mm -hmm. And I was very convicted about that and I will not you know, cast that judgment on anyone else. You have to arrive at your own. Uh, you you have to arrive at that point in your life where you, you are like, I've had enough. And for me, it was getting too big for my extra, extra large scrubs. I wasn't going to buy a bigger pair. For It was sleep apnea. I would um, stop breathing at night and I mm-hmm. knew it. And I knew I didn't want that diagnosis on my chart. So I avoided it, you know, because mm-hmm. that, you know, it'll go away if I don't pay attention to it. Yeah. You know, and I had terrible plantar fasciitis. I had hip bursitis. I walked with a limp. I just was unhealthy. And I said enough was enough. And so I lost 90 pounds. Wow. And, and how long has it been now? Um, I've. It took me 13 months to do that. Mm-hmm. And I have kept it off now for almost a year. And I've never been able to keep weight off. I had always lost it through programs that were like pills or injections, which I am completely against mm-hmm. um, because I don't feel like that, ca- you know, f- really hits what the problem is. And the problem is mindset. And the problem is putting healthy habits in place of bad ones. And I had a lot of bad habits. And so, so it's fascinating to me the way that you you've tied this into the professional and and the work culture mm-hmm. and the work life. So I'm wondering has that has that had an effect on how you manage your staff and you know how you work to create a work life oh. balance. Well it's funny because I turned to Mark the other day and because we have a lot of reps that come in and you know, part of my research for my paper about nurses was all the bad food that is in the um, hospital break room. It's all the candies and the donuts mm-hmm. and all of that. And um, our reps now, they literally bring in the most healthy food. We get good time, you oh, know, nice. from Dixieland. Love that. Um, love we time. get so <laughs> fresh. We just get these wonderful, healthy lunches now. And they know 
oh well, Gina's, you know, mm-hmm. on this on this, you know, new healthy lifestyle. And so everybody benefits and we love it. I'm so happy that we've created that culture. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. And it, it doesn't sound like this is a restrictive sort of diet for you. I mean, we were talking mm-hmm. earlier, um, mm-hmm. I think during one of the breaks about cocktails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So it's, it's, not, it's not one of those, no. it's not a program where it's like you can only eat. No, you know. absolutely. It taught me how to eat for life. But I did want to add, you know, part of my journey was um, my plastic surgery journey as well. Mm, because yeah. once I arrived and maintained my weight loss, you know, after uh, having all of this weight come off and and I, I worked out in the gym and toned and um, part of this story includes me bringing in our medical director for our spa, Dr. Dallas Buchanan. Uh, in the Hyde Park area in Tampa with Vivify Plastic Surgery. He joined us probably a year and a half ago. And um, we were so excited to collaborate with a very brilliantly talented plastic surgeon. But he is part of my transformation story as well. And I love talking about it because I have been extremely open about it. And it's all over my social media. Um, It really inspires people because I feel like uh, I have done things my right way Mm -hmm. everyone has their own journey everyone has their own story and i love the way i wrote and have am living my story and that's part of that and i think that it makes for a very uh inspirational you know i don't know story for lack of a better word but people come up to me that i don't even know we were eating at fresco's one night and a lady came up to me and she said please keep posting i absolutely love your posts i love watching your story like you make me feel like i can do that and i'm like but you can (laughs) and i don't want this to sound as if this is just a story about weight loss because this has really been like a full Mm -hmm. lifestyle transformation Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. both of you i mean this hasn't you've been on the like this journey but mark's been along there with you and you guys have changed almost everything about your life. You, mm-hmm. you mentioned the boat earlier. Um, do you want yes. to talk a little? <laughs> um, now he's being coy. Well, we, well, we call him captain at work. We are in the process of uh, purchasing our almost dream boat, and we will be on it tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock and spend the day doing the final processes of the purchase. Um but this has and been very, a whole change because you sold everything. the house. Mm-hmm. Yes, we sold our historic home. We live in a manufactured home. We made a decision that we were going to move to the water. And we are, and all these blessings just come from what we've done here in downtown. Um, downtown has blown up. And I trace it all back to two people. One, as the overall um, kind of the 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 general in charge back in the day was Tony Delgado. He did an amazing job of leading all of Lakeland. And uh, Sean Shiraz has taken over. Mayor Mutz is there. And in downtown, in the living room, we have a little maid hanging out all the time. And that's Julie Townsend. She's been feet on the ground for over 10 years. And the things that her and her staff accomplish is amazing. And I'm not just saying that because we're on the downtown dish. I mean it. We mm-hmm. love downtown, and I have been extremely happy to see the changes that have happened through these different people who have come and led us all. And, you know, we just love being a part of it. Our transformations are about us and our business 
is about the Lakeland community, and we're just happy that we're a part of downtown. Well, thank you. I um, oh, we have only three minutes to go here. All right, I was going to ask you. I don't know if I have enough time, but I'm going to try. I was going to ask you if you would help me fulfill a bucket list item here because. <gasps> I used to always watch Inside the Actor Studio. I don't know if anyone else ever remembers mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. And James Lipton would always end with these, like, ten questions. Okay. And you just have to give me the first thing that oh, comes to your goodness. mind. Oh, my goodness. We okay? didn't talk about Go. this earlier. No, we didn't. I was okay. rising with this. All right. What's your favorite word? Oh, Persevere. Ooh, nice one. Pulchritude. And I hope that Dr. Jack Messina is... Is listening to this you have to look up pulchritude it means beauty right yes it yes does. it to does. have or possess great beauty yeah that's a it's a strange word because i think it's, i always think it's an ugly word to mean beauty but <laughs> all right um what excites you being on the water mm. on the gulf side salt water it's radio you can't just nod mark <laughs> i was nodding. allowing her to speak um <laughs> We, we enjoy watching our business, the employees, grow and continue on what we've started. Okay. What puts you off? Mm. Warm beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good answer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. We're going with warm beer then. Okay. What sound or noise do you love? The Not waves. <laughs> I, was, I thought he would say Andrea Bocelli. Ah. And Andrea Bocelli. <laughs> And what about you, Gina? Um, I love acoustic guitar, oh. so we love to hear our friend Adam Welchel oh, play nice. spontaneously. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, my goodness. My son asking for more money. <laughs> Mark should laugh heartily Ditto. about that. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, I think waiting tables. Yeah, we both love serving. Oh, we have one minute. Oh, Mm -hmm. we have one minute left. All right, in that last minute, if heaven exists, which I know you both believe it does, what would you like to hear God say when you you arrive at the pearly gates? You had a rough road, but I really like how you ended it, Gina. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Mine would be well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh, wow. Well, that's lovely. I want to thank Mark and Gina Parker once again from Bella Visage Medical and Rejuvenation. Do you guys want to uh, tell everybody where they can find you, follow you, see your Instagram? Give Mm -hmm. us all all the hashtags. At Bella Visage LKLD. And my personal is at Fat, F-A-T, the number two, F-I-T, Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A. That's Instagram. And you can uh, come to our open house at Bella Visage on April 14th info on our website. Awesome. Uh...